0: Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.
1: Welcome in, one and all, to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I'm joined by Clayton and Coach James. And we are here on a beautiful, crisp, cool, crisp Thursday afternoon, November 17th. And we are getting towards the end of the regular season of NCAA football. And it's it's getting pretty heated and pretty, pretty interesting getting, getting towards the end. And we know that since Tuesday night, the CFP... And I, I can get this right off the top of my head. It's probably it's Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU and Tennessee. That's top five.
0: That is correct.
1: With Michigan and Ohio State facing off not this weekend but next. Yep. So... uh TCU obviously has to hold serve. They they've got to they've got to finish out undefeated if they want a shot at the CFP uh, to be included in the college football playoff uh, system. Uh, right now with just four teams, in a couple of years it's going to expand out to twelve. And I mean, it, I, is, I, it, I, is, is I, that going to cheapen? Is that going to cheapen some of these games now, Coach? I mean, you know, I mean, you, 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 do you get what I'm saying? I mean. A, a, a team that's in the top four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I mean, I, 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 I y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm not, I'm not down with
0: this 12, 12 team system. I, I'd be in a lot better mood if we had twelve teams this year. Well, al- absolutely.
1: <laughs> since all of us are Alabama fans, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, and and I guess now it will make a difference on who the top neck when it gets to be twelve, it will make a difference who the top twelve uh, top four are because you get you get a buy, right?
2: Well I look at it they expand this thing out to the twelve teams in two years from now. What are we looking at another two years after that, twenty four teams? <laughs> It's it's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. It's all about money. It's going to get TV money. It's going to make tons of money. And
1: you're never going to make everybody happy because the 13th, 14th teams that are out are going to be complaining about why they didn't make it in and why they should have made it in. And can the number 12 team and number 11 team, number 10 team in the nation really compete with with the top? Three or four teams in the nation. Well,
0: well, I think the way it could work if it ever does get expanded, and I, I could see it going from 12 to 16, but I, I would suggest that they do what they did during the COVID year. Play 10 conference games and then move on to the postseason or have your conference championship, move on to postseason. Ticket season holders would be a lot happier with a 10-game conference schedule, and and, and the ratings would be much better. And the higher
2: seed plays at home. Yeah. I mean, at their own stadium.
0: Yeah, if you go to 16 teams. At some point, Division Three does it, Division Two does it. I think it's only a matter of time. Well. But I would do the all-conference schedule. How great was that in 2020? Every weekend there was an intriguing matchup.
2: Yeah. Has yeah. any underdog uh, has snipped the winning National Championship since they started all this? Cincinnati, no.
1: Washington, Washington
0: no. no. I mean – I, I, it's been Alabama, Clemson, or Georgia, Ohio State, and then Ohio State every since so And well. you
1: know it's a battle of the haves and the have-nots or wannabes just don't quite seem to seem to cut the mustard when it gets down to the this proverbial nitty-gritty. I mean, right? You know what I mean? you look at Michigan I, State,
0: I, Derrick Henry's uh, famous stiff arm in that first-round game. That, you know, so. <laughs> um,
1: Anyway, it, uh another t- and uh, talking about teams on the outside, you know, looking in and trying to get into the CFP. Obviously, TCU traveling to Baylor, uh, the defending um, Big Twelve champion last year was Baylor, and they go TCU goes to Baylor. Now, this past weekend, was it? Did they? Was it Texas? They, yes, Texas. They this beat past Texas. weekend, they were seventeen ten. TCU was seven point underdogs at Texas, and they went in there and took care of business, and kind of, uh, and kind of sent a message to Las Vegas to the books and, and the sports books and said, "Look, don't screw with us. Don't make us don't don't disrespect us and make us a seven point underdog when we're undefeated and we're going to what a two loss Texas. Um, I know they were going to their high to to the Austin. For that game, but they kind of the, the bookmakers kind of disrespected uh, TCU a little bit. Yeah, they I did. Mean, yeah. And they thought, and the bookmakers thought they'd be slick, and we're going to put a seven on 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 Texas side and give TCU seven. We're going to let everybody bet on TCU uh, because they're undefeated. and We're going to take their money. Well, I guess I, I guess what
0: uh, it, it backfired. Yeah, one hundred percent backfired. So.
2: And again, TCU scores early in the fourth quarter go up seventeen to ten and they hold on to win seventeen to ten. It was a ten ten ball game going in the fourth it, quarter.
1: So, you know, it's not all about and in that game obviously, it's not all about TCU running up and down the field, track meet, and getting and scoring a bunch of points and, and allowing the other team to score a bunch of points. You held you held Texas. Now Texas is not an offensive juggernaut, but uh you held Texas to ten points at home. Um, so it's not like you're terrible on defense if you're TCU, but I would imagine Vegas tried to get a little cute with that number last week and they they paid the price for it, you know uh by not uh by underestimating um TCU and and their bunch but TCU got another tough game that and, and this is you know for their conference, this is another tough, tough game for TCUs going to Baylor. Beating beating Baylor this weekend. Um, Who wins that game, guys? Well, TCU is like a three and a half point favorite. I know it. Um, you know, I'm not I, I'm not going to bet on Baylor, and I might not bet on TCU. Yeah, but that's but
0: a, that's a don't touch game. But,
1: you know, if you held if you held a gun to my head, uh, coach, I would probably say I just have to take TCU. I mean I'm just you know I'm not going to get off a streak. I'm not going to get off a heater. I mean that's you know
0: That's true. That's true. Never bet against streak.
1: And you know Baylor wouldn't like anything more than to spoil TCU's party and chances to make to the college football playoffs by beating their butt this weekend. So uh we'll see what happens. Another team that's now on the uh, cusp of the CFP is uh USC. They're 9 and 1. Uh and they're going across town in Los Angeles to play UCLA this weekend. And UCLA is just coming off an upset loss along with Oregon. Both of those teams – before – at this time last week, USC, Oregon, and UCLA all had one loss, okay? After Saturday night, Sunday morning, they woke up. UCLA uh, was upset – by Arizona, three win Arizona, three win Arizona, and Oregon was upset by Washington. Which Washington's not a bad bad team. I think they were ranked twenty fifth in the country or something like that. It was, I mean, they're ranked. They're not. They're they're not as bad or unranked. They weren't ranked as low uh, as or unranked as low as Arizona was. But anyways, they wake up. Those three teams wake up Sunday morning. And two of those three teams that started Saturday with one loss now have two losses, and that would be UCLA and Oregon, and they're completely out of the college football playoff picture. Now, USC USC still has a road to go. They still have to play UCLA this weekend, which UCLA, I mean, the Dorian Thompson. Robinson. Robinson. That kid, he's talking a bunch of smack, talking about hanging sixty on, <laughs> hanging sixty on USC. Why and would he hate say that? He hates USC and they, over,
0: they
2: over, hate. over and under probably seventy on that game because neither one of them has a defense. I've got to watch the last three weeks, late night, Saturday night. I had a little wager here and there on him, but I tell you what, there their is defense, no defense is none,
1: none whatsoever. Um, so. Not only does USC have to go to UCLA Saturday night, they still have to play Notre Dame. Mm. And that's Notre Dame's not a pushover. They're push. playing better. They're, they're not a pushover this
2: but year. If it, but if this happens here, Drake, if UCLA knocks off USC, they could have a five way tie in that conference out there.
1: Well, and, and I get it, but, you know, as far as making the CF, the uh, college football no, playoffs, that's, that's they're happen. done. They're screwed. They're Again, done.
0: the West is left, you know, out and uh, – well, And what's really going to be left of the Pac-12 after UCLA and others join the Big Ten? Not There's not going to be a lot. I mean,
1: so, okay, USC plays UCLA Saturday night. Then they, have, then they have Notre Dame. Then if they make it through those games, then they have to go back and play the Pac-12 title game – Against either Oregon, Utah, or Washington, uh, Oregon, Utah, or Washington. Right. So, I mean, my point is this: if UCLA were to make it all the way through that gauntlet of teams like that and win the Pac-12 game, you know what? They're going to give the, the committee is going to give them a, a a real look. Yeah, and that might hurt Tennessee. I it mean, could, it, it could. It could hurt Tennessee because Tennessee's got what left? They've got Kentucky and Vanderbilt left. No, or, that's their old schedule. Oh, I'm Kentucky. sorry. They've, already, they've
0: they already, got South Carolina and Vanderbilt.
1: Oh, South Carolina. I'm sorry. They've already, they've already, they've, Same. already they've already took care of business with Kentucky, but well, they got South Carolina and Vanderbilt. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the season, you got teams like number six, US, uh, USC is right there behind Tennessee and USC starts to take care of business. They also play an extra title game.
0: You know, there, there's some real opportunity for USC to leapfrog Tennessee. It really depends, too, on how well Georgia does finishing out the year and in the SEC title game because Tennessee's only loss will be to Georgia. If they stay undefeated, they're number one. Tennessee's sure. going to argue, hey, we lost on the road to Georgia. We lost the number one team in the country. Yeah, we lost. It's the a road- no-brainer. Tennessee gets in before USC I, does. I, I think so. I,
1: but one loss, a one loss, one loss. Now, listen, listen to this. A one loss Tennessee that did not go to the SEC championship game goes before a one loss Southern Cal Lincoln Riley coached Pac 12 championship game champion. Yes. I mean, I'm just
0: saying. I'm not. We, ch- I'm not ch- look, we, we've done it before ourselves, <laughs> we, we, we've done it before. It's, 2011 comes I get to mind. It. You know LSU beats us in the regular season, it. and don't go.
1: And you've already got you've already got a Southeastern Conference representative. that's going to be in the playoffs
0: now. If yeah, that's if LSU was to beat Georgia, then then Tennessee is in trouble. Imagine, imagine,
1: imagine. Now just just imagine. The, USC leapfrogs Tennessee right there at the end. Imagine the mustard bottles and the golf balls that will be <laughs> it, that will be launched. It'll be very simple. <laughs> it'll be launched to the towards the NCAA or the wherever the committee is or whoever picks
0: that. The the only and thing- also to the left coast. I mean, there'll be. The only thing that could make it worse is if they if ESPN hired Charles Woodson to be on their, their college football set and, and, and he's the one it. that announces that USC is number four in Tennessee.
1: Well, I mean, it's
0: it, it could really. Fortunately, I, Charles Woodson works for the NFL Networks.
1: So. He does. There you have it. Um, <laughs> so that's you know that's just some scenarios that are going on that that you know that that realistically could happen. This, it is, could. Not a, this yeah. is not a conspiracy theory. This is. This is the truth. This is this there, is actual
2: uh, reality, reality. Reality, yes. But there's a lot of buds this weekend for the Saturday evening game. USC and UCLA sold out. Seventy-eight thousand eight hundred five people has bought tickets to the game. So that's that ain't happened in a while. So that's gonna get pretty doggone good TV ratings right there. You know?
1: Absolutely. We also like to mention uh, right here at the end of this first segment. Um, we are still thinking about the players and the football team in Charlottesville, Virginia, for the University of Virginia Cavaliers and their families. And um, uh, we just hope that they're healing. Uh, it, I, you know, what do you say about something like that? It's just tragic and senseless and, and ridiculous. And, uh, and they've canceled. Uh, obviously, they've canceled that game, this weekend's game, against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Now, do you all know what a chanticleer is? I've asked you this before. It's a
0: ram. You? Is it a ram?
1: Oh, it's a rooster. Rooster. Close, close to a ram, but it's a little you know. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, it, it, it's 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 a type of rooster, yes. A Chanticleer is a type of rooster. There's so. your
0: food food for thought for There you have Thursday. it. So
1: uh they've canceled the game and and, and Coastal Carolina completely understood and and uh, and we're all very, very sorry and, and, and feel for the people in Charlottesville and relate to that program and those uh, horrific uh, that horrific incident. Uh, this is the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach James and the claw, Clayton. And give us a couple minutes, and we're going to come back. And don't forget, I've got Magic 8-Ball for tonight. On a miracle.
0: This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch
3: Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard.
4: Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard Dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090.
3: Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths or true custom designers, experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee.
4: Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy.
1: Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. It is Thursday, November 17th, and we are broadcasting from the studios of WKOM 101.7 FM. Look down at your car or truck radio uh, digits and make sure that we're locked in for every Monday, Thursday, and Friday at 4 o'clock. Myself, Coach Dickinson, and Clayton the Claw Harris will all be coming to you with sports stuff, you know, we're not, we're we're here we're here to uh, talk what's going on in sports, basketball, college basketball, um, college football, NFL. They're all in just full uh, bloom right now, and we're here to discuss that. Um, while some other other radio stations in bigger cities might be talking about picking up their kids at uh, after school or going and.
0: Or or the Taylor Swift. Eating
1: wing. Yeah. 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 Or just, you know, the, the Taylor Swift concert, uh, ticket ticket debacle or something, you know, we're not, we're not talking about that. We're going to talk about sports. That's what we're here to talk about. And I want to talk about, uh, a little bit of basketball, college basketball right now. Tennessee Vols so far are the highest ranked team to lose so far this season. Yeah. They lost to the Colorado Buffaloes, who must be a little bit better in basketball than they are in football. Well, you, you <laughs> well, say
0: you say that, but the night before they played Tennessee, they got beat by Grambling State. That,
1: you know, and
0: and Mr. Jim York's alma mater.
1: There you go. And um, so they lost by twenty-two. They lost by excuse me by twelve point seventy-eight sixty-six to Colorado, and Colorado had the the game before, like you said, just fallen to Grambling State. Um, and I know it's early in the season, you know, their teams are probably, you know, they're two, a couple of games in, maybe three, four games in, depending if they, how early they started their season. Um, but Tennessee shot 25% from the field. Well, um,
0: those losses like that early in the year can come back and haunt you.
1: Uh, when it's tournament time, in case you're on, in case you're on the bubble. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, that's uh, and, and and it dropped Tennessee down to number twenty-two on in Monday's poll, um, and they played Florida Gulf Coast last night. I think they took they took care of business. I'm pretty sure they. Were, oh yeah, they,
0: I, I tell they, you the, the women. They were up side, by a lot. The last women's night side certainly. too is not going well. As uh, we've been listening uh, to some people uh, of all you know that are influential with the program, they are very very upset with Kelly Jolly Harper. Uh, they've lost two in a row, if I'm not mistaken. They lost to Indiana, and I cannot remember the team they lost to before that, but they've lost two. The only game they've won was against UMass, and that was a nine-point win. Hmm. Yeah. Well, they're not going to stand
2: for that for hey, who the, the Lady uh, Vols. I Texas know. and Gonzaga game. I watched it until I fell asleep last night.
1: Uh, te- I think Texas upset them. Really? They were yeah. good games. Smart. Uh, is is it Texas? Yeah, is that,
0: isn't he? At, yeah, he's in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Did, did it? Was he at Alabama for a while? No. no, he was at Virginia Commonwealth (VCU). Okay. We we actually hired Anthony Grant. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. So the top
1: twenty-five, uh, as of uh, Monday, November fourteenth, three days ago, and not much has changed. But North Carolina is one, Gonzaga two, Houston three, Kentucky four, Baylor. four, 5, Kansas 6, Duke 7, UCLA 8, Arkansas number 9, and Creighton is number 10, and all those teams are 2-0 and oh, um, as of Monday. Um, Auburn is in the 13th spot, looking at some SEC teams where they are. Alabama is 18, uh, Tennessee, like I said, is 22, and Texas A&M is 24, and that's how the Top 25
0: shakes out right now in college basketball. And I want to correct myself. Shaka Smart is actually at Marquette now. It's Chris Beard, who used to be at Texas Tech, who took them to the national championship just a couple years ago, who is now at Texas. Okay. Got you. Got you. Uh, Thank you for clarifying, Yeah. by the way.
2: Texas looked good last night. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Tonight, football-wise, NCAA football tonight, SMU at – Number twenty one, Tulane,
0: the Green Wave, the Green Wave, and the Green Wave, (laughs) they've had a great one loss, right? Yeah, I think so. Didn't they
2: get beat last Saturday night, though?
0: No, I think they ended up winning that game. Really? Uh, Because it was a Magic Eight Ball pick, or not a Magic Eight Ball, but uh, a friendly, a friendly friendly call in. Uh, in, uh, Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. So let's let's take a quick peek at uh, Tulane, UCF sent uh, last Saturday night. UCF beat Tulane. That's right. Okay, South Florida, thirty thirty, uh, uh, Central Florida. So, uh, UCF, I UCF. You liked, I'm sorry, US UCF that. number seventeen. UCF. Matter of fact, Tulane number twenty one. Uh,
0: Tulane
2: 38-31 They had a big lead and blew it. Okay. Tulane did. Uh,
0: oh, really? Oh, yeah. Is that what happened? So the Gus Bus got a big win. Yeah,
2: it was big because I had some uh, a small friendly on Wait, Tulane last um, week, uh, and, and boom. Uh, you
1: know who? You know who beat Tulane this year? Southern Miss, never really. <laughs> yeah, beat them back on September seventeenth. No, wait a minute, September twenty fourth. Uh, 27-24 at Tulane.
0: Well, if you guys remember the beginning of last college football season, Tulane should have beat Oklahoma at Oklahoma the first week of the season. Yeah. Lincoln rallies last year. Yeah. Uh, Cal- yeah. The quarterback at USC now is quarterback at Oklahoma. They showed signs of greatness then for you know a mid-major school. So
2: There you have it. Um, So Tulane's got two losses now.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: So tonight they're playing at home against SMU. Uh, Tulane's a three and a half point favorite according to the books and Ooh, that's low. Uh and the over under is sixty five. So, you know, it could be it could be a high scoring game. SMU can put some points up. Tulane yeah. obviously can put some points up. And Tulane's got probably gonna have a little burr in their saddle, so to speak. They're gonna be a little uh they're gonna be looking to right that wrong of of blowing that blowing that lead. Now their defense could be a little bit more keyed up. And ready to play a little bit tougher, Uh, so I don't know. You all bet it accordingly and tread lightly, as I say. Uh, Yeah. But uh, and let's see what else you know. We and we know we can't overlook the Titans. We got we got uh, we got the Titans versus Green Bay tonight, and uh,
0: I I would like to know (laughs) from Jeff Bezos what the subscription (laughs) service to Amazon Prime has been like in the state of Tennessee this week, because you got to have it to watch it.
1: Yes, or either go to a local watering hole or somewhere, or Correct. or Best Buy, and, and, and you could. You, I guess you could go to Best Buy and sit there and watch it. Maybe
2: I won't know how many people canceled it because Thursday night football product has been terrible this year.
1: Well, and traditionally those Thursday Ooh. Thursday games are not the best in the world, They're not and or or the or the Sunday games, but the Sunday games have been actually uh, some of the best games in the NFL this this year. I mean, this past Sunday. Uh in Germany was a pretty good game between uh the Bucks and Seattle, right? right? That's who it was. Uh and then there's been there's been some pretty good games uh, over in Europe on Sunday early Sunday morning. Uh I just hate you got to yeah, gotta get out of bed at darn eight, you know, that that early on Sundays to to catch the dang thing.
0: That's true. That is I true. mean,
1: you know, come on. Imagine living on the left. That's what I've always said. Said imagine living on the left coast of California in that time zone. And the new, what we, what we know as the noon games here in Tennessee, uh, start at 10 o'clock in the morning out there i mean that's,
0: I, I would think that the uh, I, they, mean, I, I would think that nbc and cbs would be a little bit upset with the nfl for doing that because i mean i i, I don't know about you guys but on sunday mornings if i'm going to watch anything it's going to be either meet the press or face the nation right the, and those are big rating shows for them All right yeah.
2: let me give you the uh, forecast for tonight at kickoff in green bay snow flurries showers possible low 27 winds are gusty from 5 to 20 miles per hour. Cold night, possible snow, flurries. If it's not snowing, sounds it's going to be raining. Sounds about like uh,
1: October or sounds November
0: like, in, sounds <laughs> <like> Derrick, <laughs> in Greenback. Sounds like Gary Henry football.
2: <laughs>
1: well, and, and it very well could be. Um, we have a uh, – I, I worked with the – and talked to the Magic 8 ball, uh, and we'll have a little pick here in a little bit. So you think we could potentially have a good game tonight? I think we could have a good game, and I I feel as though, and and I think a lot of people feel the same way. Green Bay has their back against the wall. They're four and six. For them to have a winning record and possibly an outside chance at a wild card berth um, for the playoffs, they've got to go five and two in their last seven. Mm. And that that's going <laughs> to be that's going to be pretty tough. Yeah. And, okay, and and that five and two would include a probably have to be a win at eight and one Philadelphia, at seven and three Miami, and then Minnesota eight and one Minnesota comes into Green Bay. That's that's three games out of their, you know, and starting tonight. Uh, that's out of seven games. You know that's. <laughs> That's that's a pretty damn tough schedule. Yeah. And I mean, if if you're if you're Green Bay, you're twenty-fifth in the whole league in scoring, and you're seventeenth in, in the NFL in, in defense. Um you know, they've just had a bunch of, of offensive line injuries uh over the course of the season. And their run game with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon just doesn't look like it did last year.
0: It's because they have no passing game to open up the running game. And I think the thing that everybody has to look at tonight, we talked about before the show, is can Christian Watson, who they picked in the second round out of North Dakota State, a four-time national champion, can he have the same type of productive night? He did last week. Like he had last week. Three touchdowns last week. If he can be that guy, if he can fill in for that Devontae Adams role, then that's going to open up the running game. Well, absolutely. But
2: def- defensively for the Titans, they've been playing a on defense the last three or four weeks. You know? yeah. Well,
0: I'll tell you what. You know, the Titans,
1: they they don't have a really dynamic pass game. And, and you know, they don't have uh, – on defense, they don't have any real star players on defense. I mean, big Jeff Simmons. He's you out. Know. H-
0: and, Harold Landry's out for the year. I mean,
1: that's and, – and, and that helps. And I think that – that helps Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers a lot, just mentally to get prepared. And I'm telling you, the Titans' uh, secondary is always sus, and I'm just telling you it's just going to be a situation where I think they, the the Aaron Rodgers, I don't care what the weather's like, they are used to throwing the ball in that type of weather and, and practicing that type of weather. And they're going to throw the ball tonight, and they're going to exploit the Titan secondary. It and, could happen.
0: And I think they're going to take care of business. Um, you know, Kevin Bayard is probably the only stable person in that secondary. And he's, yeah. to me, he's one of the most underrated safeties in the league. Uh, Farley's hurt. Yeah, uh, Fulton came up with an injury, I think, in the last game.
1: So, uh, it's going to be, uh, next man up for the Titans secondary, and that's not going to bode well against Aaron Rodgers. And I don't care who he's throwing to. Um, I think he's going to use his tight ends a lot tonight. Robert Tanyan, uh, he likes to throw to, especially in the red zone. And, uh, Mercedes Lewis, who has been a journeyman all over the NFL, he caught up, he caught a a touchdown pass last weekend. Um, God. and then you know, there's going to be Aaron Jones who catches those little balls out of the, those little passes out of the flat and, and around the end he goes. And, uh, you know, if the Titans can't get to Rodgers or put pressure on them, it's going to be a long, long night for the Titans. And, you know, and the thing about the Titans is, like I said, they don't have any stars on defense and their their team record it is probably a little bit better than what people really believe it should be, even though they're six and three i mean they had they had the last second loss to the Giants they had an overtime loss with Malik Willis to Kansas City, but they got blown out by by the bills so with a little bit more luck uh and a couple of plays going their way, they could easily be what eight and
0: one eight and one. Seven and two at work.
1: And they, and you know, and and people go, well, who who plays for the Titans other than Derrick Henry? I mean, who, who, what's super, I mean, you know, I mean, normally an NFL team will have a couple superstars on if they're, if they're winning and doing well. Well, household names. Well, the Titans don't have any household names on, on any of those, uh, on defense or on offense except for Derrick Henry. Um, and you know the Titans are always kind of this run first, pass when you have to offense, and uh, normally don't beat themselves. I mean, you know, if if uh, and if they do beat themselves, obviously they lose. I mean, I'm not trying to be Captain Obvious, but it, it, it's tough for them to overcome. They're the type of team that plays everything so close to the vest defensively and offensively, if they make mistakes, it's very tough for them to overcome those mistakes. Some teams can overcome two turnovers, three turnovers. The Titans are, are built where they really can't afford to do that because they can't
0: overcome those types
1: of, of mistakes.
0: Well, they're going to need Randy Bullock to, to be on point tonight too, kicking in that wind and that cold.
1: Uh, Randy Bullock is not playing. Is he not? They picked
2: up a new punter. Uh, his name is Lambeau. Yep.
1: The place kicker. <laughs> and it's not. Oh, was... it's not. And spe- hey, look, guys. Don't wait. They're playing at Lambo Field. I- What's, a- What's this new kicker for the Titans? Lambo. He's gonna miss on purpose. No. They spell his name L A M B O. However, he did grow up in Wisconsin, and he did grow go to some. Green Bay games as a kid, all dressed up in Green Bay garb and
2: ready to rock and roll. Had a cheese hat.
0: Well, see, we noticed last week that uh, Randy Bullock wasn't kicking off. The punter was actually kicking off in, uh, late in that game. So, I was I was wondering how injured he was. So that that could be big. There you go. That could be really big.
2: Three uh, well, points going to mean a lot tonight.
1: Yeah. What else is going on in the NFL this weekend? That and the Cleveland Guardians, isn't that correct? The Browns. Um, no, wait. What am I thinking? Oh, I'm Why thinking, I'm thinking the, the dang baseball team when they yeah. change. No, it is the Browns. The Cleveland Browns are going to Buffalo in a supposed three to six foot snowstorm. I saw that. Snowpocalypse, uh, garg- gargantuan
0: snowstorm. Right there. Off three the to six feet. Right, I mean, it's right next to the lake. Yeah, I mean I so. <laughs> all that lake
1: affects snow. And you know that's where Buffalo and you know that's where Buffalo Buffalo wings uh originated. Originated. It was in a huge
2: snowstorm. Is Buffalo in trouble?
0: No. I, I don't, I don't think, think they are. I don't think so. I don't think, think so. It's still the Browns.
2: They had the big lead, they blew Sunday.
0: Well
1: I get it. I I, I think I think there's some injury situations. I think there's just They some, lost to s- a good team. Some bad Bushburg, some bad luck situations. No,
0: uh, I, I was thinking about the Minnesota game. The okay. Minnesota
1: game, but that that was just a that was just a kind of a calamity of of bad luck and errors that happened there at the end of that ball game for them to lose that. I if mean, there, you know,
0: if there's six seconds left instead of five, they can potentially go for the win first and goal at the nine. Instead, they had to kick field goal and settle for overtime, where they ended up getting beat.
2: Right. You know, Before they drove so, down the field and he threw a pick.
0: He sure did. I
2: thought they'd just go down and win it with a touchdown.
0: That's his fourth red zone interception and you know, you in you just two games. I
2: know it. You just reminded me of um,
1: of uh, what happened at Green Bay with, with the Cowboys and <laughs> McCarthy going in there and not kicking that field goal going in overtime.
0: That, that was –
1: That cost it, him. It did. It so – you know, but uh, but we'll see what happens in Buffalo um, this weekend. And uh, the article I was reading, I'm going to give you. Well, we we've got only got, got about a minute left in this uh, in this segment, so we might save these. But uh, in that Buffalo Cleveland game, he said, "Take Cleveland plus eight. That's a lot of points in the snowstorm, Coach. You know, I mean, that's a lot of snow. And Cleveland is a run first offense. They've got." They've got Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and they're definitely a run first, and that's what you want to do in the snow. Um, so that's the way that goes. We are the uh, Front Porch Sports Radio our host. I am Drake with Coach Dickinson and Clayton McClaw-Harris. Uh, we've got one more segment to go. I've got the Magic 8-Ball to go for tonight's picks. Give us two minutes, and I'm going to turn you on to them when we get back.
3: Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia.
2: A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities
3: continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
1: Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Clayton McClaw and Coach James, and it is Thursday. Titans play tonight in a windy
2: cold frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Windshield Pallow my- Ground. Windshield two degrees tonight. Kick off. That'll
1: make her draw up right Ooh, there. That's cold. I'm just here to tell you that. That's cold. So, uh, you know, the Titans are mm-hmm. plus three points. Some people think that that's a little slap in the face. Uh, is that disrespectful for the Titans to be a three-point underdog to the four and six Green Bay Packers, the six and three Titans to the four and six? Absolutely not. Okay. I mean Absolutely the Titans
2: Lambeau field. and Tannehill's
1: been hurt. I mean the Titans have been banged up and, and haven't really had their full arsenal of players over the last three or four games. It's hard to play football in that kind of weather. Sure it is. Especially if you're not used to no. not not used to at least practicing in it some, being in it, you know, being in those elements. And this is gonna be the first time. And like you said, um it's tough to play up there in those elements. Uh so no, I don't. I don't think it's disrespectful. To, I don't either. To, to give the Titans three points, and,
2: and the Green Bay Packers are out in Groves. It'll be a Pack Stadium that There you go. Um, loud.
1: All right. So the Cleveland's traveling to the snowstorm in Buffalo. Take the plus eight. Um, the Titans. You know, I'm I, tonight. I'm. I've got a pick. I've got a, an over under pick with the Magic Eight Ball um, on that game. But as far as the game goes, I, I'm just going to have to go with Green Bay and the home team. NFC versus AFC. NFC's at home, and I'm going to take the NFC team and uh, and uh, and give the three points. So I'm going to take Green Bay, Chicago plus three at Atlanta. Uh, take uh, Justin Fields. I think they're they're playing much better and. Uh, and Atlanta's been struggling the last couple of games. They've been struggling a little bit. So I'm just I'm probably going to end up taking Chicago plus the three. Uh, the Browns, like I said, plus eight. That's a lot of points at the at the uh, in the snow apocalypse in Buffalo. Um, so the run first Browns with Chubb and Hunt and company. I'm going to take them plus the eight. Eight's a lot of points. Indianapolis. Plus six and a half versus Philadelphia. I'm just, I don't know. Something, something's telling me that Indianapolis is 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 kind of going to make this miraculous turnaround. I'm going to take Indianapolis plus the six and a half points versus Philadelphia, even though Philadelphia's just coming off their first loss against Washington. I know that's sound crazy, but when it comes to gambling on the NFL, you kind of have to go against the obvious to make money. Um, the Jets plus three. At New England. Uh, a few weeks ago, New England beat the Jets 22 17. Uh, the Jets really had multiple chances to put that game away, and they could not put, they just couldn't make a play when they had to. And I know it's weird to say they will do this at New England, but I'm taking the Jets plus the three. It's called getting out coached. Yeah. There you go. That's what it was. There that game go. I watched. It. Uh New Orleans minus 3 over the Rams. The Rams are 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 Cooper Coupless. I mean they they are, you know, he's he's out. Um and and the Rams just have a terrible offensive line. I don't know what the I don't know what the deal is with their offensive line, but they just can't seem to give any protection in time to Matthew Stafford. Um and I just I just don't know. What the, what the problem is with him. But anyway, I'm taking New Orleans over the Rams. Uh, the Giants over Detroit. Um, even though Detroit's one-two in a row and they're looking a little bit better, but I'm still going to take Daniel Jones and the Giants. Um, Baltimore is a 13-point – 13-point – Favorite over the Carolina Panthers, and that's a lot of points, Coach. When that, yeah, it's a ton of points. But there's a reason that there's a reason they do that is because probably they're going to cover that 13. That's that's why everybody's sitting around going, "Man, 13 points, a lot of points for Carolina Panthers." Beginning well, you know, the Ka- Carolina Panthers are in disarray. Uh, Baltimore's coming off a bye week. Baltimore's looking pretty darn good.
2: Lamar Jackson looks back in in premium form. Uh, but the problem for me. I had no luck with the big spreads this year. I, you know, I'm thinking that yeah, they're gonna cover. I had no luck this year with it. Right.
1: As a matter of fact, even the ones that even the ones I've taken that have been big spreads, they they've lost the game. Not only yeah. they, not only did they not cover, they they lost the game. I mean, you know, I wish I had had the underdog on the money line is what You're I kidding. wish I had yeah. I played right there. Washington is three over the Texans. Um, they just Washington just beat Philadelphia. Uh, you know, I don't know. The Texans are like the worst team in football, but they just seem to cover. I don't You know, I mean, they, they hang around just enough to cover the spread. So you're on your own on that one. Denver two and a half over. I'd take uh, the Broncos over the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Cincinnati is four over Pittsburgh. I'd definitely take Cincinnati there. Uh, the chargers are plus six against Kansas City take the Chargers plus the six and Arizona's plus eight against San Francisco take the Cardinals plus the eight points um in that situation now uh magic eight ball uh you know we've the magic eight ball hit a little skid about a week ago Clayton and it, it, it had a little, hit a little skid yeah that, I'm just gonna be honest with you hit a little skid and he got sick. It's not funny. You know, the Magic 8-Ball has off days. like You know, even I have an off day. Yeah, I'm sure everybody, <laughs> everybody has an off day occasionally, and, and, I, and I'm not immune to that. But um, tonight in the college football game, SMU at Tulane, Tulane's favored by three and a half with a 65 over under total. Um, Magic 8-Ball says take the Stangs. Take take the ponies. Take SMU plus the three and a half against Tulane. So basically, the eight ball is saying this game's going to be a tight, little, little tight, tight ball game. Could be high scoring, and uh,
0: three and a half and a total of sixty five. There you go. Yeah. What's right.
2: the SMU's record? Uh, they are six and four. Okay,
1: and um, so the Magic Eight Ball says take the ponies there now in the titans game tonight they like i said they're traveling lambo and the titans are getting three points the 6 and 3 titans are getting three points from the 4 and 6 green bay packers and the green bay packers are playing at home with a 41 over-under.
2: Now, Coach, what would you think about the over-under in that game? Well, you know, with the weather forecast and like that, and uh, Titans offense is not a big producer of a, a lot of points this season, and, and neither's Green Bay. You'd have to look at under.
0: And what do you think about it, Claw? 41. Uh, I'm going to go over, and only because it would seem uh, – it to me, it would take the under because of the weather – it's probably going to go up. Well, obviously
1: because of the weather, like just like in Buffalo, you would think mm, uh, three and a half, four and a half feet of snow. You probably need to go under, right? <laughs> That's what I you mean, would think. You would think. And 25, 20, uh, 25 mile per hour winds, uh, Negative, negative wind chill, and Green can, Bay.
0: Those can create turnovers too. They can lead to right. point. Imagine how, field goals at
1: least. To, well, I don't know, how, that field goals will get twenty mile an hour gust. Imagine how hard and cold that ball is. Or do they keep them in one of those drier tumblers? I think they keep them
0: in the, their warmers. The, the guys, they had those bags that are warmers.
1: Oh, really? That keep it. But still, I mean, in, in negative wind chill, it doesn't take long yeah. for that ball to. And the ground, the frozen tundra, it's going to be icy on the field tonight with that kind of yeah. temperature. Well, the Magic 8 ball says take the over 41 wow. is what the Magic 8 ball says. That's ca- yeah. Over 41 in the Green Bay, Tennessee is the Magic 8 ball pick for tonight. So Tennessee is the pick. No, no, just the over. Okay, just just about. the okay. over. Okay, I like. I personally like Green Bay, but what do I know? But anyway, the over, over forty-one in the in the Green Bay, Tennessee, is the Magic Eight Ball pick for tonight. And SMU Mustangs are they still the Mustangs? Are they your name? They are the too? Mustangs. The SMU Mustangs. Um, the death penalty didn't did they didn't change your name? No. no, they're not like the Grim Reapers or the. But Craig rest, James, is rest, not rest in peaceers or anything like that. They're they're okay. So they're still the Mustangs. SMU in the is the pick also plus the three and a half in the Tulane game and uh, over forty one in the Green Bay game, and that's the magic eight ball for tonight. And uh, I wish you all best of luck. We're back on the air tomorrow, like we are every Friday, four to five. Um, all the way. And there's Ozzy to take us
0: <laughs> to take us out of here. I think I understand him there better than I do when I hear him speak. <laughs> hey,
1: well, I, I absolutely. He's like Mel Tillis, you know. He, Mel Tillis stuttered just talking, but when he sang, he sang beautifully. So I think same way with Ozzy. He sings beautifully, but you can't understand a word I'm trying to hold a conversation. This is the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Coach Dickinson. And Clayton the Claw, we're out of here, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock sharp. Have a great night.